Welcome to TLDR with Tony and Luke. I'm Luke. And I'm Tony. Now guaranteed 100% not to be recorded in a toilet. <laughs> well, just for this episode. We can't well, guarantee going forward. That's true. That's that we will true. forget to press record on yeah. the proper device. All the things, all the things. You've got to have a couple of... <laughs> my apologies to anyone with the less than stellar quality of a, lot, of a couple episodes in there in the past. But uh, no more. I double-checked everything today. Two recording systems. We're good to go. Yeah, we're good to go. <laughs> So I continued on. I played some uh, more Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. I got, um, I went to that boss. Yes. And it was a tough fight. And I don't know how I won, but I used everything out of my inventory. Every <laughs> potion, every healing, every bit of food. Every trick in the book. Anything that I could. And I just barely scraped through on my first go, which I was pretty stoked yeah. with. So immediately saved that. Used her new special ability to open up. Um, the blood throne that I'd seen yes. ages ago. Yes. And then proceeded to uh, move on to a new, rather significantly large area of the map, but I hit the water level. Yeah, the water barrier. <sighs> yeah, and so there was a squid that I could kill, and then it gave me the, the moving underwater ability okay. that you can equip. Yeah. And so this is where I kind of like took another dive for me because- Underwater levels are not normally the best no. anyway. In yeah. this one, you have a directional ability that shoots water out of your hand, right? Okay. So you got to like point it on the opposite direction to oh. where you want to go yeah, yeah, and jet yeah, yourself around like under thing. Yeah. And then there are chests under there, under the water, but you can't open them for some reason because apparently jetting up and then opening the chest is an impossible thing for your character to do, I think. Oh. And that really annoyed me that I couldn't open these couldn't chests, open the chests that were there. Yeah. I don't know whether you can drain the water at some point and then go back and get them or if there's something I was missing. Yeah. Anyway, I was kind of like, underwater sucks. I can't open chests. Um, therefore, I'm not getting new gear. Yeah. And therefore, yeah. that whole reward thing goes cycle away. has gone away. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, ah. Uh, no. And I still haven't played it since then. It's been closed down. And my overall impression of the game continues to, <laughs> to, to take a to steep de decline 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 what i did play over the weekend which was super fun was pummel party pummel party <laughs> basically it's if you ever played mario party yes then you play pummel party oh okay so just okay. that but like i mean everything is different like they're obviously not going to risk nintendo's yeah. Wrath. yeah yeah none of the mini games are the same yeah. none of the boards are the same but like the core like what it is is Mario Party. Yeah. I guess the, the main advantages are you get, obviously, um, that it's um, it's eight players. Yep. Maximum four to four. Oh, you can do it. I think you can just do two yep. if you wanted to. Two to eight. Two to eight, which is nice. Um, you get blood and stuff. So there's like a lightsaber mini game where you bounce around really, really fast, try to cut people in half with a lightsaber <laughs> kind of thing. Um, there's just more like violent, like yeah, violent mini games, mini games and stuff yep. like that. Um, and you get a little throw bit of bags rag. full of attacks at your friends. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you do throw quite a few different things. No tax. No tax. Oh. Some of the some of the highlighted ones were. Um, there's one where you're running up a hill and there's just cars and trucks and tanks falling <laughs> oh, down the hill. You're like <laughs> dodging between them kind of thing. Yep. And it's whoever gets the highest wins. Yep. Uh, and um, the lightsaber one, that was definitely uh, yep. another positive. And uh, now I can't remember any of the mini games. It's like over. <laughs> it's a, quite a few of them. Anyway, lots of cool, fun mini games. The board's are really fun. You have items that you can use, which is really nice. Yep. You can teleport people around. So you sort of, if you win mini games, you get one, two, and three, get get a reward. Yeah. Get like an item to use. Guns to shoot people for health and um, and uh, magnets to steal keys off them and, yeah, and whatnot, okay. you know, kind of stuff. All that, all that good, like, I'm going to screw you over yeah. Mario Party stuff yeah. kind of just turned up a notch. Lots of rule sets you can set up. So if you want to disclude certain mini games yeah, or yeah, items and things like that, you can set up a whole custom rule set yeah, for it, which good. I thought was really nice. Um, and the last thing was that uh, so there was five people. Only three of us actually owned the game. The other two people played with remote play. Yep. So I was playing on my Steam link in the lounge room with Watto playing off me, off Steam, off remote off play. Off remote play, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, then uh, Dino had someone else playing off and then Josh was by himself kind of thing. And yeah. we all played. Yeah. It was a bit iffy. Like, Dino had a bit of some problems trying to get controllers and all that uh, kind of stuff yeah, to work. Yeah. But, yeah. like, I mean, 
that's pretty that's pretty random kind of collection of like remote yeah. play, remote streaming stuff, and we all came together and played a full round of it, sort of thing. So I think the network impacts remote play too, because I was during our lockdown in 2020, I was trying to play Pandemic, yeah, the board game over. Steam, remote play. Remote yeah. play. Okay, yeah, yeah. And it worked fine if I hosted the game. Yeah. But if I didn't host the game, I kept dropping out. Depends on, well, yeah, probably, well, interesting. Yeah, so I think the network impacts There's a impacts lot of well. network impacts. Well, I know yeah. that I'm on Superloop. ISP Superloop. So is uh, Watkins, I think, as well. Yeah. Watkins are on the same ISP. I don't know whether that would have made a difference necessarily based on the how the NBN worked. We're definitely on different points of interconnect. Yeah. Yep. We've both got decent plans, though. Yeah. Certainly. Yeah. Sort of thing. So that probably helped. Um, yeah. My my friend was hosting it on his Apple on Wi-Fi broadband. Right. Yeah. I would- Like, I'd get into the lobby. Yeah. But it would never progress past the lobby, lobby. Or if it did progress past the lobby, the board would load and then it would just crash me out. Yeah. But if I hosted it, no problems at all. Your internet might have been fast enough. Maybe it was the Wi-Fi could have been yeah, I think getting saturated and stuff. There's so much stuff that can go wrong yeah. with remote stuff, with you remote, know, between yeah. like the whole, yeah. whole... I was amazed that it worked as with little effort as what it with did. With five people. With yeah. five... Well, yeah, there's like five people playing in total. I was hosting the game yep. uh, as well as streaming uh, yep. to Watkins over the internet. Yep. I don't know if anyone was watching anything over my network yes. services or anything like that yes. as well at the same time. And that Who could knows be, what your network was doing at the time. I don't know, yeah, yeah. but it, it seemed to work and like he played fine it like wasn't like bad enough okay, although yeah. i do think for something like that there are a few games where there's very tight timings to yes. get things right so yeah. it may have maybe like not the not the best thing to do but you know yeah, for casual we, people we went to a quiz night yeah at a cinema and they put up they yeah. put up the questions yeah. on the cinema screen. Oh yeah. And it was A, B, C, or D or red, yellow, blue, or green if you were yeah. colorblind or whatever it was. Oh yeah. yeah. And you had an app on your phone. Yeah. And you had to uh, click the button, yeah, yeah. and every question was worth a thousand points. But how quickly you pressed the high. <laughs> about every, it would count down. It's like oh, really, really, really quickly oh. count down. And yep. as soon as you press the button, the faster you press the button, the more score you got. And we reckon, yeah, because a whole bunch of people that had gone to the quiz night before were all sat at the back of the cinema, yeah, and they all got the best scores. So oh. we think the lag from the front of the cinema to the server. Oh, which geez. was with the guests. The server was at the back of the cinema. Interesting, because no one could submit their answer at the same time. Oh, so it queued all the answers. Oh. So whoever's answer got first, it would assess whether it was right or not and give them the points. I mean, I so guess- the guys were sitting at the back of the cinema would consistently get the highest points. That's it was, really weird. Yeah. I never thought that would have made a difference. but I Well, mean- we answered one question straight away because I knew yeah. the answer straight away, which straight away, bang, yeah. and we got 967 for it. Okay. So we lost a lot of points, points. even though I answered as fast as we could. It's possible, but as soon as a big space, it might be like some sort of like um, mesh-based um, Wi-Fi thing going on in there as well. Who yeah. knows what sort of setup they have sitting there. I reckon uh, it was... Well, I'm prepared to admit it's conspiracy theory yeah, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but we were convinced the yeah, guys yeah. at the back kept getting the better scores. Yeah, well, you need to go to the back and sit at the back and see. Yeah, and try it again. Try it again, yeah. see if you do better or if they're just smarter than you. Yeah. Oh, come on. No, no, that can't be the case. Definitely. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Pollen Party, um, I think um, if, you, if, you, if Mario Party is of interest. So I what's think- the theme of Pommel Party? It's just a- Oh, um, well, they have all sorts of like- uh, they're just your characters are all just like um, ragdoll nothings with okay. different hats and capes yeah, yeah. and goggle yeah. eyes on them. Uh, so stuff. a bit like uh, raving rabbits. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everyone's the same, and then you just dress them up, and yeah. all, like or like um, uh, Among Us kind of thing. Yeah, oh, all the okay. same yeah, yeah. style of, and then yeah. and then the board. We did a pirate theme board, um, which had like pirate themed obstacles and yeah, stuff yeah. on it, and then yep. we did one that was like a. Kind of a TV uh, futuristic looking board, and the event on that one was you. Everyone got taken to a separate area. You had to roll a four or higher to get out, and if you rolled a three, you basically lost your turn. Oh, kind wow. things that was pretty okay. brutal. So it took everyone off, and then everyone yeah, yeah, rolled yeah. to get back out onto the board again, kind of thing. So, wow. yeah, but yeah, lots of star stealing, lots of um. Um, they're not Lots of shenanigans. Stars. They're all they're called cups, and they're, even yeah. to a different name and stuff. Yeah. But it's all the same thing. Yeah, it's got. Hel- I don't think Mario Party has a health. It might be the different mechanic there. So you have 
You have keys to open the chest to get cups. Yeah. And the person with the most cups at the end wins and you get yeah. extra cups at the end for doing the most damage and okay. all that kind of yeah. stuff. So all that's the same. But the one mechanic I think is health. And so there are lots of things on the board that can damage you. Yeah. Um, and you can even land on some squares that you can then take over as your own and then choose whether when someone lands on it, do they take blood damage yeah. or key damage? And if you do uh, key damage, uh, then you can come past and pick up their pick keys. Pick up their keys. And if you get too much damage, you get to zero health, then yep. you get moved to the cemetery, which I think it might move you to the cemetery that's furthest away from wherever the chest is at that particular yeah, time because yeah, the yeah. chest moves around as our yep. Mario Party as well kind of thing. So maybe that's the one difference is they've added um, a death. A death. Well, yeah, and you can get shotgun items and throw yep. bees at people and there's an exploding <laughs> um, exploding eggplant um, that you can roll down the track. <laughs> Someone, yeah, no, the, there's a rocket one that's the best. It puts you forward 10 spaces and you knock every single person that's in your way as well. <laughs> so at the back of two people, you knock do that and go, do, 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 and do more damage and, and whatnot as well. So that, that's, yeah, so lots of those. <laughs> that's right. Josh got some, it's like special ordnance. And just got this like orbital cannon thing that just nukes one person, <laughs> just wherever they are on the map, and just boom. And yeah, yeah. Let's just and so lots of shenanigans and lots of yelling at each yes. other for you know doing better or worse than each other. So yeah, I think it definitely. I we I, I bought it full price because we we're going to play that night kind of thing. It's like I don't know eighteen dollars. I got eighteen bucks worth of yeah. Entertainment, entertainment out of it. it. And you get it for a bargain and you can hook up a bunch of controllers and you can definitely do kit one keyboard and mouse on one controller. I I might see I'd be curious to see how many controllers I can connect to my Steam Link. Yeah, yeah. And see how many players I couch, can get on the one thing for couch kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Cause that could be that was actually really fun because uh because Welcome was doing remote play when on for some games we were um split screen. Oh, okay. So I could see his screen, obviously, because yeah, yeah. it's just showing you like as if they're sitting in front of the computer. That was yeah. kind of weird, but you know, yeah. that's just the way that thing works. But yeah, I want to see how many people we can get. Maybe you only four, because then you have like for, yeah. for those four screens, quadrant, yeah. quadrant be too much otherwise. But yeah, Pummel Party. That was a that was a surprise tick on that one. Excellent. Uh, what what did you get up to, Tony? So I still maintained my couch position this yes. last fortnight, but yeah. I have oh. finished. Fire Emblem Three Houses all the way through. Oh, yep. And it, it does indeed have a new game plus mode. Mm. And it's a completely different game when you play. Well, it's not a completely different game when you play a new game plus mode. Yeah. But you carry over all the progress you made with all the students in your previous house. Yeah. So I'm playing with a different house this time. Ah. But I've got, there's a resource called Renown, which on your first playthrough, all you can do is, is um, spend it on these statues that give you passive bonuses to okay. stats whereas now I can use it to unlock my professor level I can just unlock skills from classes I previously earned I can use it to unlock the support levels with students I previously earned so you can use it to buy a whole lot of extra things right now and now so the whole one of the whole things about the game is that nobles have these things called crests and commoners don't have them yep. and it's just a thing that lets you cast twice as many magic spells or you have a random chance to block a counterattack or all these things. Yeah. And on the first playthrough, you've got no control over it. Just the characters have pre-designed crests or not. But now you've got crest items that you can put in someone's inventory if they don't have a crest and it can give them a crest. Uh, right. Or if they've only got a minor crest, you can give them a major crest inventory item. A lot more management of stuff. Yeah, but so like, now there's more. It's, it's interesting because that's kind of the time – you know, sometimes we get these games where you, you get all these items. You're not really sure what to use because you don't know the game well enough. Yes. Have, saving that for New Game Plus, people who really like, yeah. care about it, well, that's actually a pretty smart move. Yeah. 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 And so you get um, relics throughout the game. Not very many. There's only very few relics, but the relics become more powerful if you've got the right crest. Oh. And, of course, all the three houses, the yep. heroes come from different areas of the world so they all have different crests oh so i had one relic that none of my party members had the crest for so okay. the relic was just a, basically a, a a good weapon it, didn't, yeah. it wasn't a super magic weapon but now one of the members of my new party yeah. on my new house has that crest ah. so i haven't i haven't got to the point where you get that weapon yet but yep. i'm interested to see how much better it performs with someone with the right crest, crest. Yeah. In case he's definitely going right into a new game plus, and it? it's yes. good enough for you yeah. to play through twice. Yeah, and now I've unlocked um, costume customization stuff, and it really looks like you 
watching an anime movie. It's really the animation is fantastic. It's very yeah. good, and there's a lot of the stories told through anime sequences. Yep. Okay. But is the story any no stories all same story beats? No, Not- no, it's very different. So really, one thing I got absolutely blindsided. Yeah. About a third of the way through the game, yeah. this thing happens. Yeah. And it took away from my party, my most powerful character that I've been building, oh. and my only magic using character that I've been building. Took them away forever. Oh. Permanently removed them. So then I was suddenly on the back foot. So it makes a real difference if you focus heavily on a couple of characters, yeah. they become really, really powerful. Yeah. So much yeah. more noticeably powerful than the other characters. Yeah. And yeah. You get taken it away. Took away one would of that them. be different? If you played it again, would it be different characters taken away or is it always those? Well, I don't know. Don't, you're not sure. Because yeah, you've got okay. the three houses. Yeah. You've got different people in every house. house. But the thing that happens that takes them away is a world-changing event. Right. So the world changing event is going to happen at the same point in the game, but I don't know what's going to happen to the new characters. I wonder if that would always take away your top two. Uh, I think what it is, so spoilers here if you don't want to know, the game's currently on sale oh. in the Nintendo store. And if you like the Fire Emblem games, I can recommend it. It's very good. Yeah, yeah. So spoilers here if you don't want to know, each house has a house captain and the house captain is a noble, a royal noble, so going to become the emperor or going to become the king or whatever. Yeah. And they have a sidekick. Yeah. They have a very well, someone who's known them all their life and is important to them. And I think every house, they're the two characters that you lose. Ah, uh, right. Yeah. Okay. And okay. they start with better stats than the rest of your house, house so they automatically yeah. become the most powerful characters you get. That's interesting too because if you – from a gameplay perspective – giving you those two characters to sort of ease you into the game and give you something a little bit a little bit nicer to kind of yeah. like and then then take them away and say now you've got your base units now yeah. start building yeah so, start so really they've they've and then you couple that with a new game plus and adding all those new mechanics in they've really thought about like easing people into this and they getting have. them yeah yeah up and it's running clever and i'm excited about playing my new house and seeing what happens well, now they've got so many new yeah things yep. and yeah and now, mm. because I've got the support levels with the guys from my old house, I'm getting new conversation options as well because oh, they really? still like me from wow, my previous game. Sort of a, not, not obviously not a complete new game, but significantly no, different yeah. from New Game Plus, which is normally just like yeah, the same thing over again. again yeah. Yeah. No, now I'm getting new conversations and mm. different party combinations. And, and the other thing that they've done, which I didn't pick up before, is... One of the houses is very magic-focused. One of the houses is very melee-focused. And the other, the third house is very ranged-focused. So I didn't pick that up before. Okay, but now I've picked okay. that up, yeah, yeah, that yeah. I've gone from a very magic-focused house to a very uh, melee-focused house. So Excellent. then you mix up your characters. This is like 36 different character classes. There's a whole lot of different character classes. And it really changes the way you approach combat. Right, so now you're going to run in with a bunch of melee and magic users then. Well, no, because I've got to recruit them. Uh, I've got to recruit the guys from my old house. You can recruit them into your new house, but you've got to get support levels high enough with them for them to like you You, enough to join your house. But, of course, because I can start with them with already high support levels, it's not going to take me too long to convince them to join my house. But then, of course, you can only take 10 characters into battle anyway, so there's not much point in having more than 10 characters to choose from. Yep, yep. There's not enough uh, rock, paper, scissors mechanics to make you, like, everybody you're going to fight is going to have swords. Therefore, you want all of you, as many of your parties as possible to have lances or axes, whichever one it is, whichever rock, paper, scissors it is. Yep, okay. So there's not enough of that. There's always a mixture of enemies that you're fighting. So yep. there's never really any benefit to Just going one way or other. As long as you've got enough of a mix and 10 characters is more than enough of a mix. Yeah. There's no real advantage to being able to field more of them. That's something that I always think is missing from a lot of these games, like Mass Effect. Mm. I know I said it before that they've got all these party members. They could specialize the party members. So they kind of did, but not heavily enough that like you take Tali against the Geth, for example, and she's significantly noticeably more powerful against the Geth than any other characters. Yeah. They don't do that enough in these games, in my opinion. I think it's, I think it's a design decision because, like, I can imagine if they did go that specialization, then you need to then provide content for that character yeah. to be used in, and yeah. so then you really like now you need to make ten encounters, one for each of these yeah, yeah. like things as well, kind of probably thing. too yeah. much content. Yeah, I'd imagine something like that would feels like that'd be difficult to. to or they haven't just they end. just haven't thought about it. 
I mean, you've got to think someone's thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that actually, this links back yeah. to Pathfinder, which I haven't touched for yeah. three, four weeks now. You're going to figure out how to play that. But Pathfinder specifically says in some of the hints, learn what you're up, what you're going to be facing in the next adventure yeah. and take the appropriate party members. Yes. It actually says that in one of the hints. But, then but the actually- only way you can learn what you're up against is to actually play through it. That's what... <laughs> Yeah. See, so how do you fatigue your party members unless you've already played it? You're right. That I do like that researching mechanic is good. Yeah. If you can like learn what they've got and yeah, what you're of, going to be up against, and then you can tailor yourself better to cope with that. The threat. problem is always like, how do you? Why do you make that fun? Like, they just press a button and then say send some someone go do research, or like, how do you scout? Like and and find that stuff out and make it fun and engaging as well. You have like a scouting, a scouting mission, and your scouts get better as so that there's you got to, you just got to get that uh, risk and reward mechanic going. Yeah, okay. So it's sort of like a mini game. So like Andromeda tried to do it a tiny little bit with that. The remember the multiplayer thing that it had. You had those squads that you could send out to do stuff, and it was oh, all in the yeah, background. Yeah, yeah. It was all in the background. So that would be. I see. Mass Effect tried to do it, but yep. it was so abstracted from the main story, it wasn't really beneficial. It was in a different app and stuff as well. Yeah, the Apex mi- missions. Yeah, the Apex missions. That's it. That? Yeah. But if you had like, okay, you had uh, a stealth scout group, an archer scout group, and a heavy armor scout group. Yeah, and you, you know, you. Sent them out to scout the missions, and they yeah. slowly got better and better at what they did, and yep. it gave you more information about what you're going to be facing and stuff. That could be quite a effective little mini game. Okay, I could play that. Particularly something like Pathfinder, you know, kind of yeah. thing. And then like maybe you know, if it go, if they, if you send them out to scout, I mean, you don't know, and it turns out that like it's a critical failure, like because whatever they're scouting is like too powerful or you know it oh you send the heavy armor guys into a quick scan yeah environment. you know and then they all die and nothing and nothing comes yeah. back and you don't find out until you arrive and you see the bodies in the quick <laughs> scan you're like well that was a mistake wasn't it and didn't Ooh, sorry <laughs> yes <laughs> Something like that would be that could okay i can see that working particularly yeah. in pathfinder with the way you describe how that yeah city management things work as well kind yeah. of thing like that could be fun all right yeah. convince me. it could work yeah you i think so it. yeah that yeah. could work yeah for sure for sure Interesting. Do you have any more to say on Pathfinder? Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, no, 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 uh, three Houses. Fire Emblem Three, three Houses. Uh, definitely. It's it's very enjoyable if you like those, if you like the Fire Emblem games. It's it's just like Ratchet and Clank. You know exactly what you're going to get. Yeah. Yep. I do like that they've added the casual mode so your heroes don't permanently die. So I had one of my strongest characters mm. uh, on full health mm. and I moved him into a position where he could get ganked by eight of the computer enemies which I didn't realize because oh. like there were other targets there were other nicer targets yeah. for them to choose but all eight of them ganked this one guy and killed him oh. and he came back so I didn't have to reload yeah. they have got the reverse time mechanic which is nice so if you are permanently losing characters you can reverse time uh. so you don't lose your whole progress in that mission see I I really like that I really I dig that. That's yeah. So if you do lose them from something like that, where I would never expected all eight of those enemies yeah. to target the same guy, they all, seven of them died. Yeah. That's what's that was the problem. Yeah, there's only they could only be attacked from one direction. Yeah, but because right. he kept killing them with his yeah. counter attack, uh, the next ones kept coming in. in. So he killed seven of them, but yeah, the eighth one killed him. Killed him, uh, and so it just saves you having to like yeah reload, reload go back through. You so know, there's you just, two yeah, mechanics okay. you can. You can reset the battlefield, which you keep all of your experience earned to date, but you reset the battlefield back to the start. Oh, that's generous. Yep. And then there's um, Divine Pulse, it's called, where you can <laughs> wind back and yep. every it's logged every action that's taken right. place for and the whole fight. And you can everything. wind it back to where you want to. Yep. And the statues that I talked about before that you spend your round on, they give you more Divine Pulse charges. So right. I think I can do it eight times each fight yep. at the moment. Yeah, oh, so they've limited. got it's some really good things. mechanics. That's really smart. Yeah. yeah, I can see. We can see why people enjoy. Uh, it's on. I think about it on Switch, isn't it? Too. Is it, yes, it's a Nintendo exclusive. Yeah, yeah right. it's a Nintendo exclusive. Fair enough. Then. Like I'm all the Fire Emblems, not yeah. playing any of them. Then, but yeah. that's really smart, though. That sounds really good. Oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah. It's good. I recommend it. If you've got a Switch and you like the Fire Emblem mm. games, Three Houses is worth picking up. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. Well, I've been playing a lot more Outer Wilds. Ah, the iffy game. It, you were iffy last episode. I was very iffy last episode. And then two things happened and like 
switched over and then I sort of understood how it was supposed to work a bit more like you know and then it's gotten very interesting okay I'm invested in like completing it and whatnot and I really feel that it's it's so slow at the start okay maybe this is a problem of like not reading any reviews or anything but I was told like don't don't learn anything about it yeah yeah it'll ruin the price I'm not really sure like that's the right thing because I feel it's got a huge barrier to entry on it kind of thing um so I definitely like if you're going to play it, persevere. Yep. Keep going at it. Um cuz I think it is rewarding and I think it's really well done and it's very smart. It's okay. a it's a Metroidvania game at its yeah. heart actually. But you don't unlock more stuff by getting more items or abilities. Yeah. You unlock everything by knowledge. Yeah, okay. It's all about understanding what you're seeing yeah. and then being able to do things with that. You don't yeah. I don't have anything more now than I did at the start yep. except for knowledge. But now you know what that black hole means. Exactly. And I know where this means and I know. So you if, can you're not, if you're going to play world this and that's enough, then we'll say goodbye now because yes. I'm going to go into some spoilers so I can actually talk about it because the whole thing is a spoiler. Yeah. I can't really talk. Anything more than I've said is sort of like because there's no – I can't like talk about abilities or pulses yeah, yeah, that you've rewired times. There's nothing like that. Yeah. You walk and jet around yeah. and that's it and the rest is just knowledge. It's all just knowledge. So – Two things happened to me um, that that changed it for me, and these are minor spoilers. Right, if you so want to hang just, around a little, let's bit just longer. clarify. If you're playing it now yeah. and you don't want massive spoilers, spoilers you should definitely be. Thank you for now. joining us. We do appreciate we'll it. Come back next, next week. Uh, yeah. So two things. So number one was I worked out why everything was being just not why, but like how the mechanism, how everything is being destroyed every time. Yeah. I read some read a little note that talked about a supernova, and I was like, oh, okay. Jumped in my jet into my um, my shuttle because the music started playing, which means it's about to, it's about to explode. Yep. Jetted right out into the back of the solar system, turned yep. my ship around, and then just watched. Wang, ding, 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 ding. All of a sudden, the sun goes kaboom. No, it shrinks. It goes. Oh, it implodes. And then goes out, and all the planets are getting destroyed one by one. Doom, doom, yep. doom. They're all going. Music sat like the melancholy music playing, yep. and then eventually it consumes me, and time resets, and I'm yep. like. Oh wow, that was really cool. That was really like it really grounded me in the in the reality of the situation yeah. that the sun is exploding yeah. and everything is destroyed. All yeah. the planets, everything that I've been so far. So I was like, oh well, that's that kind of got me an emotional hook yep. into the story. Then, uh, not long after that, I was messing around on one of the uh, twins, the two planets yeah, that yeah, cycle yeah. and have the sand that that travels between the two of them, and I was standing on what. It's normally like a, I didn't realize at the time, it was a warp platform, um, which I've seen before, but I didn't really recognize what, that's what it was. It yeah. turns out if you're on the platform, on this platform, and the sand comes overhead, it teleports you into the center of, um, of uh, Ash Twin, oh. and that's where the machine is. It does a time reset. Oh. So I found a lot of like information about like, Again, not like the why necessarily, but like another yeah, yeah. solid piece of the puzzle not about how oh, this is the mechanism. So yeah. that you know how is the sun explodes? It captures the energy from the sun and then it initiates the time yeah. reboot. There were these weird masks on the wall, which I'm like, only three of them are lit up, and I'm like, I don't really know what that means, kind of thing. Um, so there's like another mystery. Yeah. But then I, I, I turned off the artificial gravity and then opened up the advanced warp core, and you can go up and you can take the advanced warp core out of the machine. I was like, oh, that's neat. Okay, I wonder if I can use this somewhere else. So I decided to leave and jet off. Uh, anyway, time runs out. Yep. Explodes, takes me out. I die. Screen comes up. You died. Credits roll. Because uh, you took the warp core out. I broke the machine. Yeah. I broke <laughs> the time loop. Oh, my God. That's really cool. Jeez. What? I didn't. And then, then, then it clicked. Like, the time loop is not there as a. as a For natural uh, phenomenon. Uh, well, not, not even natural. It's artificially like, created. It's artificially created, but like just from an abstract game design perspective, yeah. right? It's not a roguelike where it's kind of just part of the thing. Yeah, yeah. You're supposed to die and start again. Yeah. There is, you're put into a machine yeah. that's got initial starting values, and if you go and mess with those values, you can <laughs> change break the it. outcome. That's it. Yeah. There's another switch you can hit, which I still don't know what the how it works, but on the other planet, you can turn a switch so the power goes this way, is going this way. And that also breaks the time loop as well. And yeah. I don't know why this to this makes a difference. Like what part of machinery oh, is being forward? 
it doesn't do anything. It just the pole machine doesn't work and you die and oh, that's it, okay. game over. And so what got me was that all the information I discovered didn't get saved in my log because oh, you died. died. No time yeah. loop, no no yeah, saviors. Yeah. And I didn't know how to get back into that 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 um into the um warp core again. Because I didn't know how I did it the first time because it was kind of a mistake. Because <laughs> you were exploring. I just knew yeah. that I was there and the sand, the sand was there. Came over. Yeah. But like because there's a and this is again knowledge, right? I went back there, stood on the platform, the sand column. So so just to describe a little bit more, there's a I'm on a I'm on a planet, and the other planet orbits around this one. Yeah, and the, and the sand, sand like comes the hourglass. from yeah. yeah, from my planet to the other one. So it's streaming up out of yeah. me to the other planet. And when it cut, got on top of me, I would just be sucked whoom, straight up in the sand pile. Yeah. And I'm like, did this like again and again. I'm like, I'm sure, I'm sure. I went to the other side. The other side's got another platform. Yeah. Did that one. That one just teleports you over straight away. As soon as the sand comes over, it teleports you over to the other planet, to that right. warp thing. Yeah, and I yeah. went back again. I'm like, okay. So these are, these are our warp platforms yeah. that the sand being over them does make a difference. Yeah. And um, and uh, uh, the... You know, I don't, but I don't know why that one works on that side of the bridge, but the one he doesn't. And it wasn't until I looked up and realized that the glass was all gone. And so on the other side, there's glass on the roof. So the sand uh, doesn't affect you. Yeah. But on this side, it does. What you have to do yeah. is go hide in the alcove, wait till the sand's above you, and then run onto the platform so that you get teleported immediately before you're sucked up the column of stand. Oh. Right. And then boom, you're in. No problems kind of thing. I must have just been like on the right part of the thing and moved forward at the right, at exact the right, right time. time and yeah. just happened just to like- Blind lucked it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's it. So like that was like, okay, so what have we got here? We've got like a bit of luck getting you yeah. through. A, uh, the machine being a machine that you can turn off. Yes. You know? Yep. that Had um, logical rules that it followed. Yeah, followed. And that, again, information, knowledge about- how sand works, the yeah. platform is there, that have to be on the platform, the sand has to be above kind yeah. of thing. And that all like lined up all the things for me to about get the, the solution. I'm like, oh, this is really good. Okay, I understand what's going on yeah. here now kind of thing. And so after that, I've just been, well, I guess I kind of understood the rules. Like I'm not going to find an item yeah. that's going to get me there. You have to use knowledge and what you know yeah. to get to all the places that you've been to that you can't get to. And so there's another one where there's like um, you're on Brita Hollow, which is the planet that gets destroyed, and there's a yeah. black hole at the bottom. Yeah. And I'm I'm looking at the, the, the Tower of Quantum Knowledge, and there's a you know a, a gravity wall that you can normally walk up, but part of it's fallen off and it's missing. You can't jet up because there's too much gravity. The black hole just pulls you down. Yeah. And so I was like, I don't know how I'm going to get up there. How am I going to get up there? How am I going to get up there? Shot my probe thing up there. And it comes up with surface, the surface uh, strength is at 12%. And I'm like, oh, hang on. Let me just wait around a little bit. Sure enough, the whole thing falls off out of yeah, the planet yeah. through the black hole. And now you're in space. So you just cruise up into the top section because you're in space now. You can just, there's no gravity. You just go into the section that you can't get to, read all the things and understand what, what you've got to do. Oh, what? Yeah, see? That's it's like amazing. Knowledge. It's knowledge about knowing that, again, that if you fall through the black hole, yeah. You come on the other side, that whole chunks of the planet go through the black yeah. hole. Yeah. And that, you know, over it's sort of one of those time things again. You've got to wait till like I think it's like a 15 minute um 15 minutes into the cycle before this will even happen. Yeah, yeah. Sort of yeah. thing. So you can't just go there at the start and you gotta like wait for it yeah. at the right time kind of yeah. thing. Um that was fantastic. It's just and so it's all these really, really rewarding things where you, you know, looking at the um at the at the the detective board yeah. of things, you know, seeing how they're all interconnected, and then looking for clues and hints about how you might be able to get to the things that yeah. you need to get to. That reminds me mm. of an excellent game I played on the Amiga. Yeah, it came from the desert. I think it might have been it came from the desert part two. I'm not sure. It was mm. either it came from the desert, it came from the desert part two, and it had. Three weeks. The game planned out three weeks. Uh, yep. And every single character in the game had their entire three weeks mapped out and what happened in those three weeks. Yeah, right. And there were so many different outcomes to the game based on what you did. They didn't change what they did. They did. So the, the girl that came to your house to ask for your help yep. would always come to your house to ask for your help. And if you were there, yeah. you could help her. Yep. If you weren't there, you couldn't help her. And this happened to her. So it was amazing. I played that game so many times and had so many different outcomes. 
as exactly the same. The learning, learning. and I accidentally, yep. well, I went home to get something from my inventory. Ah. At the same time, she knocks on the door and asks yes. for help. And yep. Otherwise, I would never know what she does. Ah. And then you can follow that entire branch. Yeah, over the other side. And so, uh, uh, it's, nothing happened. Was like, um, so on, again, on this sand planet, there's all these towers on the planet. With with now, I understand warp cores. Yeah. And then I find out that all the towers are actually physically mapped out to represent the planets that they teleport you to. Okay. As well, kind of thing, because the the Naomi are a little bit like I got an artistic flair kind of thing. They're like, oh, yep. let's you know make them look like similar things. And and so one of them is the sun station, which I really wanted to get to because I knew that was going to be important. It's this one that's circling around the sun that's supposed to power yeah. this whole thing. Um, sort of one of the mysteries I don't really quite understand is some of this um, end game, why everything went wrong. Yeah. Oh, but it, let me just, yeah, in, it's yeah. the same. The same thing happens at exactly the same point in the loop, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Everything, yeah. it's all it's timed all- out. The only things that you, I mean, you can change some stuff, yeah, I guess. Yeah, you can like influence you can take, it. Uh, but if you don't do anything, the- It, it will be exactly the same, same every thing. single time. Yeah. The only thing that changes is every time you wake up, <laughs> if you, if you, um, if you uh, breathe, you can't breathe, if you- If it asphyxiate. Thank you. Uh, when you wake up, I think the breath you get, take the first breath is like, yeah. oh, oh, I'm not actually I'm not, I'm not asphyxiating today. Rather than just getting exploded yeah. into bits, you know, kind of thing. And that the probe cannon that fires, you, you see it fire every time, it fires in a different direction. Oh, okay. Which I think was part of the thing. Their idea was we can't find the eye, the, the signal that came from before the universe, which is what drew them there in the first place. What we'll do, we'll fire the probe, reset time 22 minutes, send that data back to ourselves and yep. we'll keep trying all the different, different directions, directions and just brute force out where it is <laughs> was kind of their thoughts. Okay. And then it went wrong. Yep. And so, uh, yeah, so I was looking for the sun station first and every time I went there, I you could, to get there, you, there's all these prickly pear things and you have to like fly really specifically through the air. There's like ones on the ceiling, there's ones on the floor yeah. and you only land a couple of times before you take up too much health damage and die kind yeah. of thing. So I did it once, but then the, the portal was closed. So I'm oh, like- Oh, no. <laughs> mm, closed, like it closed like four minutes ago. Yeah. Oh, why is that? Why did you close for? Oh, okay, anyway- Go back, come back the second time. I went straight there, yep. and so now I'm watching the sand go down, you know, on the planet, and the tower being revealed. And as soon as it's yep. open, I walk in and go, "Oh wait, all the sand is covering all the prickly pear things." So now I can just walk in, you know, oh, up to the thing, around. walk through, no problems at all. You know, <laughs> just you know, again, knowledge yep. about how it works makes the path even easier yep. for you. Make it to the station, um, have a insane spacewalk to get between the two bits because it's starting to fall apart kind yeah. of thing. And so the because gra- you're spinning around, the gravity keeps swifting. So you kind of got to like adjust to get across the straight. Like, cause you can see where the, you know, where the, yeah. where you need to go. It's, it's a straight jump. But as soon as you go out, the gravity messes up and all the jets are all different. So you got to constantly keep adjusting <laughs> your jets and not fall into the sun. And I did it twice. I'm not really sure how, but I did it. And the first time I went over, I'm still, I'm reading all the things, looking around, exploring and stuff like that. And all of a sudden, boom, I die. I'm like, it's not 22 minutes yet. Why is it? What did I? There was still a thing. And I checked my, um, like, it's still, it's still a thing I had to go look at. Yeah. Check my log and yeah, sure enough, you need to like, there's still things for you to discover there, right? Kind of thing, yeah. a little marker. Yeah. So I do it again, get over there. The thing that I check, it says, um, sun station about to fail in three minutes. I'm like, damn it, if I'd read that first, I would have known I had three minutes to do this and it would have been like a lot faster. But the last thing that I read was the thing that had the information to let me know why I was going to die yeah. and how long I had left yep. to go kind of thing. I'm like, ah, again, the knowledge is the key and it yep. makes all the difference kind of thing. So, um, And that's another one of the mysteries. The sun, well, the sun station has been around for like 250,000 years. Um, so, like, a really long time, like, way longer than what you expect. The sun isn't dying because of what the Naomi did. The sun's dying because that's at, at the end of its natural life yeah, cycle yeah. kind of thing, which is I don't really know why it's been going on for so long and then, like, how – yeah, so it's all mysteries kind of thing. But anyway, I made, the, made one last discovery. Uh, again, information. You have to know that there's something on the, on the asteroid, the comet that's coming in, the interloper. And if you read the information, it tells you you got to go to the Sunward side and look for a cave, which I 
worked out when someone died, when, yeah. when it got close to the sun, the ice retreated and yeah. I went inside. And there's all these tunnels. If you use your probe, you shoot your probe down all the tunnels and work out which tunnel is the right one to go in and which uh, one doesn't kill you or yeah. not kind of thing, which is fun. Got all the way to the bottom and made a discovery that like these two Naomi had found something inside that was that scared the living shit out of them kind of thing. And then this ghost matter that's now all over the all over all the planets is whatever was inside of this uh, comet. comet and right. it, somehow made some problems so i've still got to like i know again i know like what happened what? this thing exploded and released ghost matter yeah. and it's now everywhere and it seems to have maybe infected affected their plans or what they were doing or something like that so i'm not sure yet so we're to like there's still a lot of mysteries yeah but i feel more knowledge and i like you feel you can now solve the mysteries yeah, rather than just yeah. stumbling around blindly in the dark that's it that's it and i think like you have to kind of like you know, there's so much, there's a lot of reading these notes and stuff um, and like you have to kind of go to all the places, see all what they were doing to build the, the knowledge and understanding of how the whole machine yeah. comes together and how yeah. the whole plan, what they'd done had come together by the end. So there's a lot of just like just going places and just beating your head against the wall, not really understanding before you can get to the point where you can actually use yeah, the, the key knowledge. that you've been given yeah. kind of thing. So I think that's what, is very challenging is that first yeah. chunk of time of just exploring and looking at it and kind of thing. But it's very good. It's what they've done is very smart. And like you said, like the game you said, like with the uh, different came people from the desert, yeah. came from the desert, like the thing just does its thing and you just got to like, yeah. pick and poke at the buttons and keep pressing things until you work out what it is yeah, and how it's supposed to go. Like, yeah. I don't know that I can. I don't, and I don't. Want, I don't really know what my goal is yet because if I turn off the time loop, the sun's going to explode. Yeah, because there's no. Be game over. I can't do anything about that. So I guess my salvation lies in finding the eye, whatever the eye is, yeah. and hopefully the eye can help us and do something about it. Um, what's fun, and it's something I haven't been doing enough of, but I spoke to one of the guys, uh, one of my compatriots, and he freaks out because he's been doing star maps and he's looking out at all the stars and they're all older than they should be. There's more supernovae happening yeah. than what there should be, which means all the stars are older than what they really think they are. Yeah. And our star is older than what we think it is yeah. as well kind of thing. And he like, he's like, it's all, it's all, you know, he gets like really depressed and like, it's yeah. all over. It's all yeah. not going to happen. And, you know, it's all, you know, wasted time. And then as the sun starts to explode, you can say, hey, don't worry, we're in a time loop. So uh, it'll, it'll be back here again, you know, in a few minutes. And then, He's like, oh, he kind of like freaks out. And then you've talked to him again. He's like, you still got a time loop? Yeah, I kind of like that. That sounds nice kind of thing as, the, <laughs> as a fiery ball explodes the planet and takes yeah. everyone out kind of thing. So I think the people are quite reactive to the knowledge you have and what you say yeah, to them. Okay. I think might trigger some more that might stuff. might impact stuff as well. That I need to like go back and, you know, it's interesting to know that like it's not just our star that's older than they expect. It's like a lot of stars are older than they expect. Yeah. So. How long has this time loop been going on for? <laughs> yes. Did, and like, how does that? How does the time loop make the star get older than what it should be? Kind of thing. But then, like, the Naomi like mentioned specifically that there's some uh, prehistoric life living on the planet that we're on, some uh, four-eyed thing, which is obviously supposed to be our species. Um, so, if that's the case, then we've evolved. That's a long time there as well. Well, it's still there. Yeah, yeah, sort of thing. So. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I got a few more mysteries. I got to get to the, got to get under the core of um, uh, the gi the gas giant or the the giant planet. I can't remember what it's called now. But uh, I learned how you can use the the opposite spinning tornado to get underneath the currents. But it's all electricity under there. And if I go down there, it keeps killing me. So I can't work out how to get beyond the electricity. There must be a way because you, again, you don't get tools. Yes. I don't think anyway. I haven't certainly haven't gotten any tools so far. It's all been knowledge. And uh, I don't know so what there'll be knowledge of how somewhere. you deal with that electricity. Yeah, I finally landed on the um, quantum moon, which I had to look up on the internet to see what was going on with that because it wasn't working how I thought it did. But it, it, I thought it was really clever. I didn't quite grasp exactly, but yeah. there's this quantum moon locator. So it's like a, a, a platform that moves around and points to wherever the quantum moon currently is. Yeah. I put my probe on that, got in my ship, 
and then took a photo of the moon um, sort of uh, in the distance, which then locks it quantumly. So it means I can get to my ship and then fly oh, out yeah, to yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, and then I didn't, I didn't grasp that when you go through the clouds of the quantum moon, that also counts as not seeing it. Yeah. And then gets yep. rid of it as well. And I, I stupidly closed out my 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 the the window with the yeah, image well. on it, yep. not kind of grasping that I, I even though I was there, I was in my thing that that's what was going to happen, kind of yep. thing. So I'm like, I really feel I've, I I use knowledge. We learned that. Take a photo or something. And it, it locked it in place, there. and that's yep. what I did. And then I and then it wasn't until I mentioned that the clouds are also part of the the trick as well. I'm like, damn it, I wish I would have. So the clouds flog. Fog your whole field of view. Yeah, just for a second as you go through them yeah, before you hit yeah, the ground, yeah. and that's enough to, to trigger it off, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So I did it again, but this time I um I just left the screen up yeah. from the, from the quantum moon locator kind of thing, and that was that was enough for me to get me and land on there. So I've yeah. now got that to explore, but I got a I haven't um that was the last thing that I did was you know yeah. discovering and landing on the quantum moon finally, yeah. and it I think goes to a secret sixth location. There's like five planets yeah. in the system, and then a sixth location that I don't know where it goes to. So that that might be the You're eye. You're going to be on the moon while no one's observing it, and it goes somewhere else. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm not sure how to trigger it yet. How it's do these be, dudes think up these stories? I don't know. I'm not sure, but yeah, like it's, it's amazing. Um, yeah, it's uh, that sounds really interesting. It is really interesting. It is. It is. Um, it's just a shame it's so hard to get into. Yes. Maybe not for everyone, but certainly for me, I was sort of like, why the am I- barrier is very high. You know, kind of thing. I guess well, I and I just, looked at, I just looked at the screenshots and thought, now that game doesn't look, look like it's for me. So yeah. It does have a very high barrier to entry. And it just won so many awards. Again, like, you yeah. know, they've loaded up that BAFTA award where I'm like, really? Why did- Like, I mean, I know, I know award ceremonies are not necessarily like whatever, you know, kind of thing, but- it does mean that it was at least someone saw enough of something in yeah, it to, to yeah. justify it. So, and it's interesting. I could see us having the same conversation about uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, if it hadn't had that robot hunting game on top, top of, of the it. amazing story. Yeah, yeah. I yep. can see that if you had to just just go through and just find this knowledge, find and stuff this like, knowledge, it wouldn't have be, been as anywhere near as engaging. Yeah. But then in the end, by the end of the game, both of us were more intrigued by the story yeah. than any of the stuff Halo was doing with the robots. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Which makes me a little bit on the on, iffy on the next one. Yes. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I don't know what yeah. that's going to be, but we'll see. Um, they did manage to do it with the expansion pack. Yeah, that's true. I did find that that was interesting because yeah, yeah. they came up with a good – Yeah. They come up with an excellent endpoint and then work their way backwards to make everything logical and they lose little bits of knowledge at each – Jump backwards, yep, and then yep. put Aloy at the final jump. Jump there, yeah, and she's got to make all the knowledge leaps. I feel that's a very similar setup to this. Is like you know the the Naomi came, they crashed. They, the two um, escape prods land on different planets, yep. and they both started their research and eventually reconnected, and then created this whole project to try to find the eye. And then it, it so that that project branched out into. Um, you know, uh, the Sun Station powering the Ash Twin project for the time loop and the yeah. probe cannon. And then they discovered the ghost matter yeah. on the comet because that was the first new thing that came to them in yep. a long time. So they were very intrigued Intrig to go yep. and try it out and see what was what was this comet kind of thing. Um, yeah. And so once you have that kind of um, understanding to bring to the problem, yes. I think it's, uh, yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Generates its own momentum at that point. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So I've only got a few big question marks left on the board to discover, and I think that's going to bring the last few pieces together, uh, and then I'll be done hopefully. But they're very. They're, obviously, the last few mysteries are the more difficult ones mm, that I found to yep. to solve. There's still this whole thing with the. I don't know what's going on. The the dark bramble is one of the planets, and it like it has something inside of it that grew out from the inside of the planet and kind of broke it apart, all these huge, massive, long tendrils with spikes mm -hmm. on them and stuff. And if you fly into the middle of it, into the seed, I guess, it's this whole other space inside, way bigger volume, with all these dangerous anglerfish, that, like space anglerfish oh. that come and eat you. <laughs> and so, oh, actually, that was right. I was, I was exploring in there, and I made it through a couple of layers. So I kind of went into one seed managed to avoid the anglers, get to another seed, into another bit, and found this huge big glob of what looked like fish eggs, space fish yeah, eggs yeah. that were red, like if I, you know, like row kind of thing. Yeah. 
I couldn't do anything with it, so I I kind of left it and kept exploring. But a um an anglerfish um uh was chasing me and took a swipe at my ship and all my power went out and I'm kind of floating, but I didn't die. And I'm like, oh, maybe it just maybe it lost where I was or something like that. Yeah. Um I took a bit of damage. I better go like heal up. So I got out of my seat and unbuckled and I just went out of my ship because there was no back half of my ship anymore. Uh, it took, like everything except for the command module. The command module was just floating away in the distance and I'm like, oh, this isn't good. Look around and there's, there's my ship. Other bits are like floating off over here kind of thing. Like I, it just happened so perfectly that I, because you yeah. can't see behind you. I didn't, yeah, you didn't know. All the panels went dead, which is yeah. normally the electrical system is yeah. broken kind of thing. But no, it was just like no eject ship. and it's like, Floating backwards, and there goes my command module. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, bye. Damn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, what a interesting, interesting game. Uh, uh, yeah, well, know. I'm looking forward to hearing how it ends now. Yeah, so am I. I'm very. So hopefully, I can get through the last bit of it. But man, it was it was a, a very. Let me just have a quick little squeeze about how many hours I've played to this right so far because it's yeah. not been an insignificant. Um, Time investment. Yeah. Well, uh, 26 hours. Okay. And I think a good yeah. 10 of those, which is me being my head up against the wall, trying to learn yeah, what how was going the, how on, it how it works, yeah. you know, kind of thing, before it got to the point. It's less than I um, expected. I think I think another problem with it, it's not a problem, it's it's. It's really just a facet of the type of game that it is, the way that it's constructed. But there's a lot of like waiting. Right. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. you know, you kind of like, I want to do this, you know, it's either, okay, so it's either a mad rush because there's one cave you got to get to before the sand fills it up. Yeah. So it's like quick, boom, 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 go there, do there, jump down, get in there. And then you got to make your way through all these caves. And some of the caves have got quantum elements. So you got to like turn around and then the, Barry disappears and beat the sand and oh, I finally arrived. Like, mad rush. And then the other one, like the quantum tower I was telling you yeah. about, it's 15 minutes, come on, you know, can we please go? Because yeah. you don't want to leave and then risk and then, missing it. Yeah, when you, you know. come back. And then yeah. by the time it does it, you've only got like six minutes to get all the information you can before you get killed yeah. again and then you got to wait again. And so it's this weird, they have a weird pacing issue. Yeah. And I don't, I mean, it's just, I think this is the nature of the type of thing that it is kind of thing. So I have been incredibly intrigued by it and incredibly bored by it at the same time yeah. kind of thing. And if I didn't, because I'm playing in the lounge room where I can watch TV as I wait for other things and whatnot, like you really need something else to like keep you going to yes. sort of like have the patience yeah. to wait through the cycle for it. It's to- almost like they needed an ability to set points for yourself. Yeah. So you can jump straight to that point. Yeah. If it, I so I need to be here at this time, time, and you can bookmark it. Yeah, and then where, when you're ready to do it, it would you then go to that bookmark. bookmark and note kind of thing. Yeah, it does like it does have a lot of. There's not. A, there's no note taking or anything yeah. facility. Everything is stored in those logs, which is yeah. usually fine. And I guess. Yeah, I don't know. It's just yeah. the nature of the beast. It's realistic, of course. In yeah, real life, very, you would have to sit there and wait for 15 yep, minutes you do. or and risk missing it. Kind of part of locking you into that realism of, yeah, like, of you the know, game. You have to like be there at a certain time to do the thing yeah. at the right moment kind of thing. So I'm wondering if the electricity and the core of that planet is yeah, time thing. Time-based. Which means I'm going to have to like race there as fast as possible and then spend 20 minutes. But you don't have to around. redo everything you've already done, do you? Well, it depends a little bit, right? So there was one that's the Quantum Forge. To get to that, I had to first go to Brittle Hollow, yep. go down to the Sunken City, yep. raise the forge up, yep. which I'd done before, and then went, how do I even get up there? Yep. Then fly back to Ember Twin and then be there in time for when the sand went low enough to reveal that one to then yep. teleport back yep. to okay. the Sunken City. And then I could get to the Black Hole Forge because I did it first and then went, oh, I'm here. Oh, there's the forge, and it's in the wrong spot for me to uh, do anything about it. So I need to go back and do this all yeah. again. Kind, of, there's a lot of that kind of like you know yeah, discovery yeah. of like oh that, that's how I get here. Now I need to set set printing up. So maybe that some, thing that yeah. you did that you don't know what it does turns off the electricity in that planet. Could be. Who knows? It could do anything. I think it. I think it's related to some sort of experiment they were doing, and I yeah. have a suspicion that. 
I'm going to have to take that core out of the out of the middle of the twin and take it somewhere else to do something else to, yeah. to reverse what happened or do something. I think I'm going to have to take. I think the final goal would be go to these places. Yeah, do do all these, these things, things in an order to then unlock the final. And it probably resets the sun back to its birth date or something. Something like that. You yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. I have a suspicion it's going to be that'll be what what it is because yeah. I don't think. They would add in those features, maybe, unless you were going to have to take that advanced warp core yeah. to somewhere else yeah, yeah. to then do something else yeah. with it, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so that'll be interesting to see how that all, all all sort of shakes out. But this, yeah, a lot of a lot of repetitiveness and getting to the sunken city in the in the Ember Twins a real pain because you've got to like go through a whole bunch of tunnels and follow instructions to get yeah, to the right yeah, spot. Yeah, you yeah. do that again yeah. and again and yeah. again. So it's really not not a game for everyone. No. Kind of thing. I think there's a certain, you definitely a lot of like brute. And trying to fly that shuttle while you're in a rush <laughs> to get to where you need to be. Yeah. A couple of times I just like, I, I, a couple of things I had to rush. I end up just plowing the thing into the planet to stop it fast yeah. and then blew it up because I hit it too fast. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> all right, start again, wake up, go up the One th- of the things that would know. be really awesome, mm. I think would be a great addition. Uh, which is kind of I'm getting this idea kind of from Ratchet and Clank is yeah. the ability to record yourself. Oh yeah. So you record yourself successfully landing on the planet. Yeah. And then you can always play that back. Oh. So instead of you having to do there. it, you go play, play and it fast forwards to that oh, bit that you've already successfully yeah, done. Yeah, and yeah. if you had this device on there, let you record your activities. Yeah. And then what you need to do the whole and then one of the things would be you string together the right activities in the right order, order. and then you can play and do massive sequences. Yeah, really and then quickly. keep forwarding the game. That could be fun too. That could be fun. You could even like things. Think I've seen games like that before, where like you send off a ghost version of yourself to go and do something, and then you send over here, yeah, and it flicks the lock, and then you walk through the door, kind yeah. of thing. Like that could yeah. be that add a lot of extra complexity to it. Like I can imagine like number two doing that kind yeah. of thing, having that extra layer of yeah. complexity on top of it, kind of thing, because it's a little bit hard to remember all the things. Yeah, well, that's why it sounds like it would benefit from having, yeah. and you could even be on that. Um, discovery board is that's where all your record points are. Yeah, and you can click on the discovery board, and it takes you do this. Raise the black hole. You've forge. recorded all the way to that, and yep. you can click on that, and it takes you straight to that point, point in the timeline. Going there, yeah, yeah, yeah. It would certainly have a lot of repetitive, repetitive bits and pieces. That's not that much fun. No, no, it's not. It's it's like know. platforming games for me. Uh, yeah, I try really hard for the first yep. three times, and then when I can't do it, I just get lazy and go uh, try it six more times, and then just quit. Yep, yep. I'm because done. I tried so hard three times, and then yeah. I'm just I feel I'm getting lazier and lazier and not trying as hard. See, the thing is, it's actually not that hard of a game. Again, like like I said, the 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 getting to the sun station teleport pad where I had to fly through all the prickly things was really hard. Yeah. You don't have to do that, though. Yeah, no, you get there fast enough. The sand's covering over them all. Once you know where the hole is to get to the Lake Bay Cave, you got plenty of time to do it. You don't have to rush at all once you have the knowledge of how it works kind of thing. You don't crash and make it harder for yourself because you try to do a (laughs) emergency landing rather than just landing normally and getting out naturally kind of thing. Um, The one thing you always have to do, though, is you always, always, as soon as you start in that ship, put your space suit on. Because <laughs> if you don't, you will definitely land, wonder why you can't jet anywhere, and then promptly asphyxiate. Asphyxiate from lack yeah. of oxygen. Oh, man. That's, that's the one thing you always have to do. Always put your space suit on every time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I definitely, I can't believe how my opinion has changed so much on this from last week. I was really seriously Yeah, going to give up on it. I feel yeah. like... Out of Wild started really low, yeah. Has gotten really good, and uh, Bloodstain has started really good and yeah. gotten really bad. Yeah. I feel like they're done a full like crisscross kind yeah. of thing. I'm playing them about like completely amount of opposite that I was at the okay. start kind of thing because yeah. they're so so different now. Yeah, yeah I'm definitely going to play more tonight. I want to see if I can beat it. <laughs> like, I do want to know uh, how it's. I just and the discovery once you're invested. Yeah. Every time you discover something, you're like, it's oh, very rewarding. rewarding you yeah. know, when that when I finally got and saw, um, you know, you see one of the two, Nomi, one of them's trying to climb out of the cave. When you're in the, sorry, when you're in the comet and something's yeah. gone wrong, there's a lot of ghost matter in it, which is weird. It's a first trigger. You finally get in there and you see the, it's almost like a seed again, like an, a peeled out seed that's exploded. Yeah. And, you know, before you get there, you see the one Nomi 
kind of half climbed out of it, which is weird. And you get inside and there's one just floating in there. You're like, oh, okay, this is, this is not good. And then you read the logs and you read how panicked they are mm-hmm. saying like the amount of energy stored in this thing is incredible. It's more than anything, you know, kind of thing. And it's like, oh, it made them scared. I've seen the things they can do, you know, yeah. and what technology level <laughs> they are, and they are petrified of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's very frightening. Very frightening. So then I, uh, I just end up dying in there and then resetting the loop and going back to the start again. I'm like, oh, this is convenient. I'll just cock it here and then I'll come back. Look. Yeah. <laughs> the old Groundhog Day toaster in the bath scenario. That, that, that is a good thing, yeah. Like you, you, you only have to go there once yeah. and then you just kill yourself and then you can start back over from the start and go back out again. So yeah. maybe, that's, maybe that's one advantage. You don't have to – if you do like, you know – Wend your way through this whole thing. You haven't got to then wend your way all the way back <laughs> yeah. out again. It's a one-way trip. That's fine. No yeah. problem. As long as you didn't take the bloody advanced power core out of the, <laughs> out of the, <laughs> out of the machine. Yeah, it's safe. You're safe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's out of wild. So yeah. Sounds intriguing. Yes, definitely. Definitely the most. Um, uh, one of the most. You know, you come across a game that's so different. Yeah. From one that you played before, definitely up there on something. And maybe that's part of the reason why it took longer to get into because I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. If I played a game from this developer again, I would go yeah, in with yeah, more yeah. tools around preconceived ideas, how I yeah. might go about discovering things, and that I shouldn't be worrying about um, looking for items, items and unlocks and things. I should be looking for yeah. knowledge, understanding, looking how the things operate. Yeah. You know, the brittle holo. Like honestly, the um, the quantum tower should have been obvious as soon as I saw it. Because yep. like everything falls into that black hole, like as if this wouldn't also. Yeah. I think I'd even discovered in the past because I'd spent a lot of time on Brittle Hollow, just going around and doing loops in that place. That it does disappear at some point because the um the travelator things that go over there yep. don't go to anything anymore. They're just right. like yeah. gone. So like yeah. it was all again. All the information was there. I just didn't know how to how to like yeah, pass to it to make it. sense. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 definitely. Um, I've never never played a game where knowledge. Is so relevant oh, to so, progressing. So relevant, yeah. you know. So it's, it's a hundred other examples probably that I, I can't even remember now about how you know important um, knowledge is. Uh, you know, when I died on that bloody sun station and I had three minutes to go, and the only reason to go back there was to discover that I had three minutes to go. That yeah. was the only. Yeah. Well, that was the only bit of information you hadn't got. Really, yeah, that's it. Yeah. That, and you know, it's like ah, oh, that was a that was a um, a real. Um, I should have known too, because those devices are always like informational displays. Yeah. Like the one inside of um, Ash Hollow tells you, uh, um, yeah, Ash, Ash Hollow tells you how long before the cycle is about to finish. Yeah. Gives you like a countdown timer on that kind of thing. So like, you know, I should have known that was the first thing to go to, and yeah, then yeah, go yeah. and check go the check rest of the reading out. and stuff like that. Yeah. I probably wouldn't have. I might not have made. Oh, I'll, I got it so it pauses time when you're reading, which is oh, nice. Okay. Yep. I think yeah. hard mode would be. Yeah. yeah, don't. That, that, it's all real time, time when you're reading. Oof, that'd, yeah. be, that'd be tough because um, all the writing is very non-linear. Yeah, yeah. Their writing style is non-linear. So yeah. a lot of time like you, they have like branching conversation paths. So like you need to go back and then read this path yeah. and, and yeah. sort of relate. It's interesting kind of thing. And I care more about the aliens now as well. Like okay. sort of, it makes yeah, yeah. sort of yeah. more sense. And when I had that conversation with one of my compatriots about like the time loop, I'm like, oh, that's very endearing yeah. that they now that they re- reacted to that to the event happening now yeah. to what I've told them about kind of thing. So those conversation trees are a lot deeper than what I originally gave them yeah. credit for. There must be a lot more. I'm going to have to really go back and talk and to talk everyone to again yeah. and tell them about all my discoveries and see if I can't kick something else yeah. loose. One of the other guys who's stuck in a time loop is just like, ah, I just stay here and just chill out. He's, <laughs> he's just sitting on the uh, on the uh, on his hammock, yeah. just. Doesn't care. Just, <laughs> yep. just doing through the time loop again <laughs> yeah. and again. He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like, oh, have you seen sense. Palm Springs? Oh, yes. Like yes. Palm Springs. That's it. That's yeah. it. I wonder how long, I wonder how many loops he's been through. I wonder if he, he went through a lot. lot. He says that at, at some point he's gone yeah, through it a through lot. heaps. So like, I, I think he went through 78 time loops with just her. Yeah. He says that's at one right. point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, right near the end of the movie. He, he, he didn't do it the previous 78 times. times what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. A time loop is fun. It's fun to actually be so actively involved in one yes. kind of thing. Um, the only thing it's kind of missing from that kind of a scenario is like down to do violence to people. Yeah. You know, and yeah. things like well, that. Well, that's where you need death loop. 
Yes. Yeah, that's, yeah, the, yeah. that's the mechanic in Deathloop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You just kill everyone yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah non-violence. You can't um, only kill yourself, really. Yeah. Just go tough, fall into the sun too many times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, so that's... um. That's uh, that's um, Adam Wilds. Almost Wilds almost week. wrapped up. Almost wrapped up. Yeah. Uh, we did play um, some more Spiritfarer, uh, but that game's really overstated. It's welcome. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We were both kind of like want to kind of finish it because we've been going yeah. for a while now, kind yeah. of thing. But there's a there's um there's a lot of game. Yeah. A lot of game there, and I think it's. I don't know whether they've added in extra people since the original release and they've gone back and added more. And so that if you'd played it originally and then come back and done a couple more yeah, people yeah. as expansions, it wouldn't be so bad. But this whole slog yeah, through the whole thing, and some of the people are really annoying <laughs> to have to talk to and stuff like that. It's like yeah. it's, you know, and um, yeah, the the jumping, the, the platforming could have really been yeah, tighter tighter kind of thing. Yeah. Still liked it. Still nice. We'll finish it. But uh Old mate married at first sight has started back up again, so that's yes. taking up a little bit of uh, gaming time <laughs> instead as well, sort of thing. So it makes it harder to finish that off, get that one done, kind of thing. But uh, anyway, maybe next week I'll have a wrap up of that one as well and a final thumbs up or thumbs down verdict on that one as well. Uh, do you have anything else for this week, Tony? I don't. No. Okay, we'll let our people go and we'll see you all next week. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Luke. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite podcast on the internet.